This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This was the first official week of summer vacation for all the kids in all the schools. We had our relatives, family, fun time, Magic Mountain. My God, we lived and shamsted our best week of summer ever. And it was the first week, so we had a full summer ahead of us. It's all downhill from here. Sounds like it. Welcome, Dirties, to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. What, 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 what? I'm Mercedes Javid, and my husband is Tommy Fight. And we're here to what, Tommy? You love the intro. You say it today. Uh, just talk about our life, our relationship, how we got together. We're married. We're, we got a kid. We've been on TV for a little while. But our life is your life, we promise. Most of the things that we go through, you all go through, too. So dirties, we are three weeks away from Fire Island, our meet and sip with Peak 7 Vodka. We're going to be located at the Fire Island Beach House, located at 25 Cayuga Walk in Ocean Bay Park. And again, Saturday, July 16th, it's going to be really cool. It's going to be, I think, an early evening poolside. Yeah, be all afternoon, actually, all afternoon into the night. It's poolside. Uh, Shams won't, won't be with us, so we can kind of let our hair down a little bit. Uh, it should be a real good time. All right, so this week when you took me to the Rod Stewart concert at the Hollywood Bowl as my... Do we call it belated? Because you didn't really have anything planned on actual Mother's Day. Mother's Day, we were on a plane. Right. And you didn't have a card for me and you didn't have anything planned and you forgot to say Happy Mother's Day. So would you say this was belated or this was, it was just like our date night. It was like a first concert in a long time. Uh, I was, I saw Rod tickets, Rod Stewart tickets were available and I asked you if you wanted to go and you said yes. And my cousin was going to be in town. Shout no, out. No, I didn't know Ziba. she was going to be in town when I saw that. Oh, but when you asked me, I was like, as a matter of fact, yes. my cousin Ziba. So then Ziba, it worked out perfect. Shout out, cousin Ziba. We love you. So I felt like the date night was a very, very, very much needed thing for us. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. It was a good concert. I love concerts at the Hollywood Bowl. If yeah. you're ever in L.A. and you want to go see a show, that's the place to see it. Greek's real cool, too, but it's an outside venue. It's beautiful. Uh, everybody there is looking small, to have a good time. It's great. Uh, not a bad seat in the house. Yeah, it's a good time, man. It's, it's a good time. It's beautiful, like outside, under the stars. Yeah. I've been a lot of shows in my life. There's no better place to see a concert, in my opinion. Than You've never heard of anything like bad happening at the Bowl, really? No, no. You know, no. the in and outs like really nice. Well, Dave Chappelle got, that's where that guy rushed the stage at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, really? So, but, you know, I guess that wasn't that bad. But that's the, the worst I've heard of happening at the Hollywood Bowl. Yes. So because my cousin was in town and she was like just living with us for a week and her daughters, she was like, why don't I drop you guys off? Well, she has friends. She used to live here. So she was going to go visit her friend. Yeah, she was going to, and the friend has kids. And, and therefore they were, she was like, gonna, they I'll were drop you off. Yeah. So we're sitting, inching our way to the Hollywood Bowl in traffic because that's what happens when you get close to the stadium, right? Yeah. And... Tommy was like, excuse me, officer, excuse me, officer, 
excuse me, officer, like 50 times. I don't know what the, And the guy. I sound like Danny Bonadou, like, like, <laughs> welcome back, Carter. I, I don't know who the fuck that was, <laughs> but all right. And because you had made all of those mango. Okay, so there's a sun, those outshine bars. They have a specific flavor. Tangerine. Tangerine and. That's it. Okay. Just tangerine. And he. He shoves, he comes back in the house. The engine's running. The car is packed full of everybody. He comes back, pulls out the blender, which isn't even on the countertop, makes these tangerine vodka drinks with Peak 7 vodka and tangerine. They're spectacular. And he starts guzzling them down in the car. And then he's pretty turned before we get there. But I sure did catch up with you. So he's like. So she was twisted. Yeah. So I was like, he's going to fucking tell us no. I asked the cop because we literally were rolling. If we could get out here. and What do does a rolling sw- mean? Meaning that the car was rolling. We we're inching along. So I asked the cop if we could get out and we could do a switch where her cousin would start driving and we could go into the concert. Yeah. He said, sure. Yeah. And yeah. so we ran out of the car. And we're like, woohoo, hang loose, Hawaii. We're free now. We're going to head up the hill, walk gradually. I had pretty modest shoes on. It was still a heel. Yeah, definitely still a heel. My jeans are too long. Most of my jeans that I've been wearing lately, they're too long for a sneaker. But we got there with plenty of time. So we weren't pressed for time. So we could take our time. So it didn't matter what, you know, she could have walked combat boots we would have been all right on time you mean christian Louboutin red bottom satin pink shoes like last time yeah sure you guys many things to say right now about till the dirt podcast number one every single person who came up to us from that night was like hey guys we love the pod i was like i love that we've been together seven years we've been going out you know catching a show here or go to a restaurant there we you know, more often than not, someone's going to recognize us. But I can honestly say that was the first time or the first Everybody. night that we went out that the majority of people that recognized us or said something all said something about the podcast. So that's a, that's because of you people out there. So you guys, we really appreciate it. And it was real cool to hear that. You could have knocked us over with a feather. That was just like the sweetest sound like that. Y'all are listening and you're coming up to us when you see us and you tell us like, you know, shout out from like you're dirty. You're a, you're part of the dirty gang, right? Can we yeah. say that? Yeah, you're filthy, <laughs> you're filthy, filthy dirt rat. That's not what I said. Yeah. So yeah. there was you can that call you dirty. That'd be good when you see people say, "Hey, what's up? You filthy, filthy, dirty." No, see, <sighs> this reminds me of the fact that you and I both wanted to make a soft announcement about launching our own separate podcasts. Well, no, that's not. Again, that's not what... Okay, how did you want to say it? It's not even about anything like that. So people constantly, I don't want to say constantly, but people hit me up and ask me to do a podcast about books where we talk about, you know, talk about books that I'm reading or they like the recommendations that I've laid out on the podcast. And, you know, this has gone on for a while. And I told myself, when we get to 50 people that ask, I'll do a podcast. Because 50 people, I feel like it's enough people listening that you have something that where you're not just talking to yourself or you're not just talking like, because time goes into these, making these. And this week, 
not only did I cross 50, but I'm actually up to 52 people now that have asked me to do a podcast oh, related to the books. Good job. So uh, I think that's something that I'm going to go ahead with uh, over the next month or so. Stay, and then when I told my wife that, you know, I'm thinking of doing this, she was like, I, it's just how she is. I, totally I want a podcast, too. I've been wanting one I forever. I want another one, too. So, so she, she, here's she's the deal. To play. Obviously, Till the Dirt is not going anywhere. Obviously it's always going to be here. It's always going to be our first love and our first podcast. But, but with the way our schedule is, podcasting is conducive to what we are, the other things we have going on. A bitch has got to branch out. Yeah. And the thing is, the reason I was excited that you said it is because you're kind of the shot caller around here. And if you say something goes, it goes. If I say something goes... It's up to you whether it goes or not. Well, again, it's, uh, all this was my brain child. All of this is my vision. All of it is my idea. So, I, yes, yes, I do have okay, Frankenstein. strong opinions. So, Dr. Frankenstein? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, the things that I want to talk about in my pod that, you know, dropping right now, right here, big hot take, like big news, big news, like headlines, extra, extra, read all about it. I want to talk about girl shit. I want to talk about the length of my shoe over a sneaker instead of a heel. I want to talk about all the things that I would probably get sneezed out of the room by my husband. But like women, we could talk about it all day. Awesome. And 52 people probably haven't asked. It might mix up some some Bravo talk. I'm obviously going to have female guests. and Oh, I'm sure you'll have more listeners than mine. I just, like I said, I just said 50 people because 50 people, at least there's a conversation. At least it's something. I just wanted, I, th I just think it's like so cool that like you and I both want to talk, like you want to connect with your men, right? Or there's women no, that want to. Again, it's 99.9% it's .9 women. Always, but it's not a matter of me communicating with them. It's a matter of me reading the book, talking about the book, and you know, I just don't want to feel like I'm doing it to, doing it to myself or you know, five other people. Uh, there'll be enough people that have asked me for it that I think that it'll be you know, we'll at least incur a conversation. Well, stay tuned. All yeah, we'll keep you posted. It's nothing that's going to happen stuff. in the next day or two. It's something that we're, we're, it's a project we're both now going to be working on as well. For those of you who've been supporting the podcast whoa, by whoa, buying whoa, the t-shirt. You just what? totally ran out of the Rod Stewart concert, bro. Oh, no, I'm not done. Well, you might want to get back there before you start going off on tangents in another direction. I won't forget Rod. Okay. I don't want to forget this other thing. I just wanted to say, you guys that have been buying the Till the Dirt Pod t-shirts, we love you for supporting the pod. It helps us continue to do what we do. But also tag us when you buy one. Well, I mean, folks, man, we all know how it works nowadays, right? We know what con everybody's always looking for content and shit. If you buy a T-shirt and you have a picture, send it in, man. We could use the content. We'll post it on our social. Which is like such a great conversation starter because everyone's like, "What is till the dirt?" Yeah. What does that mean? I got I got stopped a couple of times at the at the Rod Stewart concert. I, I mean, they didn't, didn't listen to the podcast. Didn't know what it was. They just asked me what. The what till the that? dirt, what does that mean? That happened to us when we were at, what's Cindy Crawford's husband's Randy Gerber's restaurant? Cafe Havana. And he was like, good, excuse me, what does your baseball cap say? And I was like, it means to the grave. Yeah. Um, my husband came up with it. Yeah. So we get to the concert. It feels really date night appropriate. My husband is being attentive this time. He's got his arm around me. 
you're paying attention to what I want. You're like, do you want to drink? Do you want to stop at this booth? Do you want to stop there? Oh, this place sells hard kombucha. Like, could there be anything better in my life than hard kombucha? Like, that's my jam. So you're like, let me get you this drink. Let me have my arm around you. Let me give you some kisses. Everything is beautiful. We get to our seats. Wow. Did Tommy really, you come through with the seats. Yeah. Beautiful seats, great location. You could see the sweat beads on top of, you know, Rod Stewart's forehead. Yeah. With the naked eye. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he put on a good show. He's old too, man. He put on a good show. He looked good. Yeah, he's the old. lady next to us, you she looked like one of his groupies, dude. She was For in love sure. with him. That was she wild. was in love with him. I wasn't too juiced on his song choices. I mean, he played all his hits. But uh, at the same point in time, he didn't, like, I didn't like where he put them in the show. So they came a little too early. He didn't do the whole versions of some songs that I really wanted to hear the whole versions of. But it was definitely a good show. It was definitely a good time. There was a point of the night where I heard my favorite song, one of the two of my favorite songs that I wanted to hear. And I, like, fell to my knees. Well, you were drunk at that point. That was the second bottle of wine. Yeah, but yeah. I fell to my knees. Yes. And when you do like the prayer hands, the we're, we're not worthy. Yeah. That was cool though. It's great. Somebody's got to do it. Absolutely. There was a couple of fans there that uh, you were taking a picture with and then one of them wanted me to take the picture and I, in my haste to like walk around, <laughs> I ran into some lady, man, and she, the poor thing, she had on like a full white, dress and the red wine went all over i was uh we were just stuck in this moment of frozen uh, I red felt real bad. <laughs> she fucking she was definitely drunk too and like she had went her whole time of drinking without getting wine on her and i just ruined that i'm surprised i was like the next day like how many headlocks did you put women in none how many none you were definitely more drunk holds. than me you were definitely more drunk than me I was like, you ordered us white wine? Oh, yeah. Oh, she comes up and she whis uh, like she comes in and snuggles and she whispers in my ear, babe. No. I've got diarrhea. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I didn't. Okay. What it is so is hot. like we drink Peak 7 vodka. <laughs> yeah. It's very clean, no hangovers. No. If I want to make a cocktail, I make it with kombucha and Peak 7. Yeah, but we had wine at the show. So my husband, without asking me, orders a bottle of really nice white wine. And then I drink most of it. And then a second bottle of really nice white wine comes and I drink most of that one. Yeah. Yes, you did. I went in, honey. Yes, you did. And I don't usually drink like on a day-to-day -day basis. Like I'll make myself like a little vodka kombucha, but it's a very small amount. Like I'm putting it in a tiny little Persian tea glass. It's like two part kombucha, one part vodka. And then I go about my business. But like if you're having two bottles of white wine in one concert, wine is very different from vodka. Yeah. Oh, it sneaks up on you too, man. Very it definitely sneaky. sneaks up on you. So this one girl came up to me and she was like, hey, do you mind if I take a picture? And I was like, sure. And she was like, I'm really not that into you, but I really am really, really into your husband. And I was like, of course. Yeah. I was like, I never hear that. Have at it. That was funny. I think Tommy, she grabbed my ass too, that lady. Yeah, I was happy. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not, me- this is not an invitation for anyone to come near my husband. Yeah. This is just. No, it was just it funny. It was cute. It was cute. It was funny. Wait, are people who listen to the Till the Dirt podcast called Tilts, Tilsters or Dirties? <laughs> what? Oh, Dirtsters? Yeah. Dirties? Dirties. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if she was a dirty too. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, she didn't mention the podcast, but it was very hard to at hear. At that point, the yes, music was already on. It was hard on. to hear at that point in time. It's nice when you get to a concert when it still hasn't started, and then you get to watch the evening like build up, like yeah. on those time release cameras. And I again, I can't really stress how beautiful a venue it is. Like Hollywood Bowl, there's parts in the night where you turn around, you don't even look at the stage, you just look at the crowd and look at the sky and. It's, uh, it's really, really a sick place to see a concert for sure. So the concert, finally, you guys, we're headed home. Yeah. The Hollywood Bowl is a wrap. Rod Stewart has said goodnight. Yeah. He's walked off the stage. Did he do it? He was home court? sleeping already. He yeah. was already home in he bed. He was like flown away by helicopter. It, by the time we made it out of that out of the show. And mind you, even though our seats were way at the bottom of the bowl where you could leave and come faster than anyone... It's like 18,000 people are leaving right now at the same time. Yeah, and they don't all have heels on. My right. wife had heels on. They, don't, they didn't all drink two bottles of wine. Right. You know, so we were, we, we were a little sluggish moving out. A little blocked out yeah. by then. And then she just kept walking. Like where there's a spot where you go under, you have to walk down under stairs because there's, there's a street on top of you. And then we would have had to have made a left. She didn't make the left. She just kept going straight. So she lost me. And then she called her cousin in a panic and said that I left her. Tommy <laughs> left me. He left me at the stadium. I don't please know what I'm going to do. My Uber, my phone's going to die. Please, please, please come get me. And she was at home with, you know, the kids at this point. She's like, what am I going to do? I'll wake the kids up. And then... Luckily, I was able to spot her well, in a why don't you just, why spot you just her spot? in a crowd walking aimlessly. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I was able the thing about my wife, and this is something that you guys might not realize if you watch the show. My wife's a nice lady. she's 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 fun. She's a good time to be with. But when she drinks, especially when she drinks too much, it's really just a matter of a sip too much. Like she's it's just like crossing a street from happy go lucky to really big bitch, and you've seen that on big the show. Bitch. You've seen it on the show, and people are like, oh, I don't like her. She's such a bitch, bro. Trust me, she's four sheets to the wind at those times that you see blackout. Her. She's like, it's not me. It, it's not how she normally. It's one of the reasons I don't like to drink with my wife because I'm. You ask any person on earth, I am the funnest person to ever get drunk with. I mean, everybody- I'm a great time. But then, like, yeah, when, you strip down and get naked. Whatever, I'm a great time. But it also, I have no tolerance or patience for people that are bitchy when I'm drunk like that. So it becomes very combustible. So it's like I'd rather let her have her fun. But you know, like again, she has the. So like, she was in immediate bitch mode when I come back to her again. She's nah, 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 nah. and I'm like, oh fuck, this is gonna be a nightmare. But as luck would have it, the same guy that drove us home from the Dodger game a year ago, I bump into by this Hollywood Bowl. I mean, I'm sure that's what he's doing on a nightly basis, going to Dodger games or concerts and looking to drive people home. But he drove us home. He knew, he knew remember where I lived? He remember, so, like, we could just get in the car and go to sleep. And uh, she, she knocked out right away. So by the time we got home, she was all right. 
Naked. Well, no, by the time we got home, she was good enough to go right back into bed and go to sleep. So what had happened was on these nights when you come home so drunk that you just like stumble into bed, there's always that like five o'clock in the morning you wake up. <sighs> so thirsty. And you're like, <sighs> what time is it? Yes. Fucking ah. So thirsty. No, that wasn't. So that thirsty. Wasn't it That's at all. me, man. Oh, I'm so. Uh, I'm so thirsty when I wake up after drinking like that. No, that yeah. wasn't it. Yeah. It was. Where the fuck is my purse? Where the fuck are my shoes? Where's my jacket? Okay. Where's my purse? Yeah, no, I was just thirsty. Where's my Sorry. phone? Am I is alive? This my house. Where are my keys? Yeah. Where's my wallet? Did any of it make it? Because yeah. I have no recollection. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I just throw it in the Uber and then, like, run in? Yep. It always imagine that in my mind, that's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm also not a good sleeper. So by the time that we get home and you wake up, you always wake up earlier than you're supposed to. You got to pee. Panicked. Me, I need to pee and I need something to drink, dude. And then... Then I'm all right. Shout out to... And the next day, we were going to uh, Six Flags. Like, the, you know, her cousins were here. Um, you but know, it was agreed... They're little kids. Like, they were, they were, they've been looking forward to it for a real long time. Shams loves the roller coasters. Like, we were going to Six Flags the next day. So we kind of had to get up and soldier through it. And then it was so fucking hot. But we had a real good day there, too, man. That kid really does love his roller coasters. We jumped right from sexy date night, long time coming, stumbling drunk. To Clark Griswold. To Clark Griswold oh, yeah. and Beverly Johnson. Beverly Johnson. What, a, what is her name? <laughs> Beverly's Johnson. Yeah. Beverly who? Beverly D'Angelo. Okay. You guys, if you guys go to Magic Mountain... Uh, you could bring food, yeah, they didn't water, care. They didn't care. Snacks, sandwiches. Yeah, we brought a lot of shit in, man. It was it was actually cool. We didn't even notice like we were inside. We were well, we were walking in and we're like, oh shit, we brought all this stuff in, and they didn't care. So it made it a lot easier. We and then we kept on buying water, which was six dollars and ninety nine cents, eight dollars and ninety nine nah, cents you, for you, water. You, your cousin got hit for two, two ten dollar bottles of water, bro. Yeah, she was bent out of shape. Yes, she was bent out of shape, and it was it, it was uh, from a vending machine. So it's not like you like you I want to see the manager. You know yeah. what I mean? She wanted to carry it up. She wanted to complain to somebody, but there was no one to. And no Apple no Pay is expect, accepted there, by the way. No, there's the, the on these vending machines. They were. It was like oh. the only thing in the park that took Apple Pay. No, you had to get cash and, and then get uh, a card. It was wild. Yeah, it's a three-year-old, our son, a nine and an eleven-year-old. Now, all three of the kids have completely different riding riders. Like yes. one of them wants this one, one of them wants that one. You certain shams isn't tall enough to go on. Then everyone had their own agenda. We somehow made it, we powered through, but it was basically like trying to squeeze in five separate people's wishes into one day of Magic yes, Mountain. Yes, yes, I don't know if I would recommend that for us the next time. We made it work, though. No. So our son and cousins are three kids that all wanted to do Well, it's difficult because if you they, they go to Disneyland a lot. In Disneyland, all the rides are more or less the same. It's pretty much, you know... You're going for the same type of 
age group, to same type of thing. When you go to a place like Six Flags, it runs the gamut. You have stuff for the three-year-old. You have stuff for five, ten. You know, it's, so it's it's all over the field. So yeah, if you have someone that wants to go on roller coasters and someone that doesn't want to go on roller coasters, and he can only go on the little kid rides, it makes it difficult to cover the whole park and satisfy everybody, especially when it's their first time there. And you know, they're kids, man. They love the ride, so they want to go on as many as they can. We didn't get on as many as I'm sure they would have liked to, but nevertheless, it was still a good time. And I love Six Flags. Like, I'll go to Six Flags every week. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life is full of twists and turns, and it's important to show up for yourself through it all. BetterHelp Online Therapy will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. I know from personal experience that some of the most difficult things that I've ever been through in my life, I couldn't imagine going through without therapy. That's why I'm just so grateful to be able to match with someone who can hear me out and just give me some strength and help me feel grounded about what's ahead. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. And in therapy, it can take a few tries to find the right fit for you. So BetterHelp makes it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp is a great way to invest in yourself. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. And they have a special offer for Till the Dirt listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash the dirt. That's 10% off your first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com. ELP.com slash the dirt. What is the key to consistent good hair days? Using ingredients that benefit your hair. Function of Beauty makes hair care products that are 100% customizable, made for your hair, where it's at now, and where you want it to go. For me, I know that I work out every day and it's summer, so that means that my scalp can sweat a lot, but I still want to look good every day. So I have a tendency to use anti-frizz products that will condition my ends, and I don't really want to shampoo my scalp as often as I want to treat the ends. Function of Beauty is the world's first fully customizable hair care that creates individually filled shampoos, conditioners, styling, and treatment formulas based on your hair now and where you want it to go. Function of Beauty offers over 54 trillion possible formulations. Every one of them is vegan and cruelty-free, and they never use sulfates or parabens. Say goodbye to generic hair care for good today. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash the dirt to take your hair goals quiz and you'll save 25% off your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com forward slash the dirt to let them know you heard about it from our show and get 25% off your first order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash the dirt to take your hair quiz and save 25% off your first order. All right, guys. So if you don't uh, know, my wife a week or so ago had insomnia and she she sent out some questions. We read a few, but we got a ton of them. I'm talking like there was like a hundred questions. So okay. we figured no time like the present, uh, do some Q&A. I love a Q&A. All right. So the first question that we got is from Tenny underscore why is Shaw's scripted? Heck no. Do you know how expensive writers are? 
You just have to be like quippy with your, you know, uh, what, how do you say a good tongue, Tommy? How do you say like... You have to be quick on your feet, man. Yeah. You, have, you have to, you know, be good. Uh, Probably you know. boring people don't get end up being cast on shows like this. Yeah. I, listen, I don't think that every reality TV show is like Shaz. I think that there are some reality TV shows that they script it a little bit or they they push a narrative or they, or they want, you know, things to go a certain way. I think that the... Uh, but from speaking from experience, from speaking from the experience that I have, and from the cast and crew of characters that they have with Shaz, you couldn't script that. You couldn't like it's just it, they're like chickens without heads, dude. It's just it's real tough to control them and to shepherd them. So I can only speak to what I know, and no, it's definitely not scripted. The second question comes from Jonesy. This is definitely for you, babe. It comes from Jonesy. One one nine eight eight. How do you become successful at real estate? I just had a baby uh, during, my, during first my first year. year. First of all, if anybody is looking for a loft in Venice, I just listed one right now that's gorgeous and it's coming soon on the market. The way that I became successful as a real estate agent was that the manager who hired me said, go home and write down a list of every single person you know. And then you tell them that you're in the business. I was going to say You let that. them know that you are the person for them for their residential real estate needs. You send them cards. You stay in touch. You, you know, call, have lunches, have, you know, because everything happens through word of mouth. And when you see somebody and you're sitting in front of somebody, you let them know that you're also passionate about what you do. Because my friends and family and clients and everyone that I met chose me because they were like, she's a go-getter. She's into it. She likes it. She's not just trying to sell you something. And every time that I did that, which was just being naturally passionate, I became, you know, I, I worked really hard. You know, there were days that like I had to put 45 signs from here to Pasadena and it was very early in the morning to drive around the whole town, get out at every corner, walk across the crosswalk, pull out those heavy A-frame signs, you know, walk your dog, knock on doors, let people know. You have to really, 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 really be on top of your A-game. But let me tell you, I didn't do it when I had a baby. I did it when I had, when I was a baby. I had nothing. <laughs> I was the baby. I didn't have any other thing going on except waking up, living, breathing, and falling asleep to real estate. Well, I, I, I'm not a realtor who's never been in real Work estate. Work can wait. But I've, I've been in sales for the better part of my life. And if you're someone that a profession that you make the money from your sale, you got to tell people that's what you do. Always. You got to tell people. You got to let them know. You know, Constantly. If you're, you know, if if you're, you're shy, you're going to fail. Yes. Yes. If you, But like if you're a plumber, you got to let people know I'm a plumber. You know what I mean? Like yes. if you have, ever have a problem with your, with your, you know, your drain or whatever, call me. I'll help you out. It's the same thing with real estate. You know, you got to let everybody know that you're doing it. If you're not a go-getter, they're going to not have faith in you and they're going to think that you're going to be weak and not negotiate well on their behalf and then they're going to go with somebody else so you got to be super alpha Assure asks what do you feel is your best quality as a person what would you like to improve on my best quality um i'm a real loyal guy if i'm on your team i'm on your team you're on my team till the dirt 
I think that that's probably my best quality. Something I would like to work on that I work on every day is just trying to be more positive in my thinking, more grateful and more appreciative and just have a positive mind frame. That's something that I know I need to work on. It's something that I work on every day. Being positive? Yeah. What about you? What do you um, think your, your best quality is and what do you think you need to work on? I think my best quality is that I'm very calm and patient. And I think my quality that I need to improve on is getting better at like writing things down and keeping them in one place so that when I need to go back and find something that I can find it because it's been really scattered. Organization, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, and being scattered is not something that I was before I was married or before I was had a baby. I was so much different. Um, you've been disorganized since so, I now you've now you've been really, paying people to help you with that, so that made you more organized. But you haven't had those people since you've had the baby, so therefore, you haven't been organized. But you've been disorganized since I've met you. You know, and you can have your shit together and not be good at your administrative yeah, stuff. Absolutely. But when you're bad at being organized, it haunts you on it's a, a daily it's a basis. It's a stressful. It's a stressful way to live. Absolutely. It's like the same point about. Being late to a meeting is the best way to ruin your own day or being late to dinner or being late to a concert or being late for your own self. Like when I can stick to the schedule a little bit better and keep my stuff in a little more organized, like Tommy said, it's a big one for me. Now, Hardwood Football 80, how would you describe each member or each cast member of Shaw's in one word? Um, I'll start with Mike. One word. Handsome. Okay. <laughs> okay. Shervin. Yes. Smart. Okay. Gigi. Cute. Like fun. Okay. Asa. Uh, Asa. Calculated. Destiny. A calf. Okay. Like the animal. Okay. Nima. Living his best life, Viva la France. That's not one word. Oh. Charismatic, I would say Nima is. Mm, okay, let's just go with what you said. <laughs> okay. Uh, Reza? Larger than life. Oh, That's one word. word. I'm in real trouble <laughs> with this, bro. Exuberant. Okay. Enthusiastic. Okay. Sammy? Fun. Okay. Oh, did I say that about Golnessa? Yeah, I did. Yeah. When was the last time you hung out with Nima? New York. Yeah, yeah. last month. Yeah. New York. Well, it he was lives exactly in New York a month ago. He lives in New York now. So. Yes. You guys, he moved to New York. He abandoned me. Yeah. So that's the only time we're going to see him. But, but we'll see him again next month. When yes. We're, I'm going to drag yeah. him by his ear. We also have to go in the city more. Yeah. All right. So from Sarah JP underscore arc, Lisa Rinna or Sutton Strack? Ooh, this is why I'm going to do my own pod because I can really get into this. Yeah. I don't even know who the, I know who Lisa Rinna is, but I don't know who this other person is. Okay. So here's the thing. I've been watching Beverly Hills this season and I think, well, first of all, Rinna, okay? The thing with Rinna and Strack has to do with the Elton John concert. Sutton says that she hosted a table and paid for Lisa Rinna and Rinna is like, hell no, we've been invited every year by the foundation and you're just embarrassing yourself. I would say that whoever is lying, I'm not on their side. Okay. And I don't really <laughs> but know. That's what they're asking you. They're asking you. Who, who do side, I believe? Yeah. Whose side are you on? 
Well, you can't, you, that's Rinna a real political some... correct. You should be a politician with that answer. Whoever's lying, I'm against. <laughs> well, whoever's the thing is that they both came with receipts. Okay, and they both looked like they went to a lot of trouble to come up with receipts. So then I think maybe they doctored the receipts. Okay, because a lot of people are putting stuff out there before it hits the air. You know, like they put yes. it on Twitter, they put yes. it on Instagram, they go on they to, to TMZ the and they're like, oh my God, we just got into the biggest fight. We, It's not going to air for another Reza year. Did the same thing with you last year when you got into your shit. He went right to social. Which it's like, it doesn't, in my opinion, if I'm on the network side, I'm like, uh, sometimes like I'll see the episode and I'll be like, oh, didn't we see that Twitter where like a year ago? Like, I don't want to see people, you know, going out of their way, but now like the stakes are higher and higher in Beverly Hills. Like everyone is freaking out because they're a cast member of Beverly Hills. So like I get that, like, you know what? Maybe Plus, you, you get into these shows and their shows, you know what I mean? There's producers, there's creative, there's editors. And if you really feel like I want to die on a hill that I'm right or that this was the right way of doing it, you want to get your side out before you feel like they're going to put out their side. Or they're going to put out the side that they want to put out or how they want to present it. Because, again, a producer knows your version and their version. And they know that the truth is somewhere in the middle. So they try and giving both sides of an argument. But you might be on a side that says, no, no, no. She doesn't deserve anything because she's fucking lying. And you still, you know, but that's just the way it works. It's reality television. So now, you know, you didn't really have the outreach that you have with social media back then, you know, when, when housewives first came on the scene, they couldn't run to Instagram and have the amount of audience that they will or Twitter that they do now where they, they're out there captivated and listening and they want their side. Yeah. All right. Lisette, Brianna, I'm going to toss this one your way, Tommy. Sure. What's your advice for someone who keeps meeting the wrong guys? Uh, stop doing the same thing. You know what I mean? Life don't change unless you make changes. So you got to make some changes with yourself. If you find yourself, if it's Groundhog Day on all your dates and everybody's the same, then maybe you're doing, sending out the messaging that you don't want, you know, you don't realize it, but you're attracting the same, you know, the same people. You got to change the honey if you want to get different bees. You know what I mean? I'd like some more specific substantive advice. Like, should she write a list of like what, she wants maybe manifest that yeah i would do that like yeah that's not a bad idea put see like, it every day keep it on your desk that's actually a great idea because again if you're just seeing the if you keep going on the wrong dates it could be a subconscious thing that you don't even realize that you're putting out there and the best way to change your psyche and your subconscious is to do what she just said is to put something that you're going to see it every day and like tell yourself remind yourself you might in, in theory say that i want him to have this type of job i want him to have this type of family whatever but unless you see it every day and really drill that into your head that that's what you want you might be telling yourself something else subliminally and that's why you keep going on the same dates with these assholes or the guys that clearly aren't a match for you i think you should check your self-worth yeah i think that's what you're saying you're check your self-worth right tommy no, I don't think it's necessarily self-worth. No, like, it's just bad matchup. A, you know, you, like, you might be wanting to, I might want to get married and, and, and or you, you think you do. Like, I want to get married, have babies and do all this shit. And the guys you keep going with are like, yo, I don't ever want to get married. I don't want ever want kids. You know, and Fuck it's like, why, do I, why keep going on these dates? And it just could be 
what you're putting out there on the universe. Check with yourself about your self-worth. Tell yourself that you deserve exactly the kind of guy that you want. Make sure that you are being treated well. And if someone does something that isn't acceptable, don't go with the flow because there's a lot of pressure on girls to be like easygoing and light and breezy and like laughs at everything. And like, then we just want to be like a pleaser and be fun and be cool and be like, no, but like you also have to be a bitch who puts her foot down. And if he doesn't treat you well, you ghost him or you tell him, I don't like that. I'm better than that. You're not my cup of tea. I don't need that. I don't want that. Put your foot down. Don't call them back. Or if you do, let them know that you're like, we're just looking for different things. Okay. Make a list of the things that you are looking for and tell yourself that you can manifest specifically those things that you're looking for in a guy. When you work out every day, or if you like walk your dog every day, or, you know, you take a shower every day, you're brushing your teeth, you're flossing your teeth, you're doing your dishes. Those are a lot of minutes that you can say, this is my time to talk to myself and literally manifest like I'm a woman who deserves a good man. I am a successful person with a backbone who's not going to put up with another guy's shit. I am going to say all the right things to yourself. You can double back on like showering is also my meditation. Doing my chores is also my time to like get with myself and like instill all of my positive messages to myself because before you know it, you're going to start embodying that and living that. It's going to come to fruition. Another thing you could do to try and get to the bottom of what's going on and why you keep going on these dates or keep ending up with these guys is to create or to keep a date diary, like a date journal. And, you know, when you come back from the dates or even going into the dates, what you're expecting out of the date, what happened at the date. And then, you know, you go on a few dates, all of a sudden you look at the at some patterns in the data in like the what you put down, if especially if you're you're diligent with it. And it's like, oh, I've noticed that I keep doing this thing or I keep doing that. You know what I mean? So that you don't just keep staying on that hamster wheel and doing the same thing over and over again. You know what I did? There's this guy who came up to me at this party and I was like, this guy is perfect for me. Like I want to marry him. Like that was my, I knew everything about him was like perfect, 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 perfect. Well, little did I know that he was much younger than he looked in real life. He was younger and he had just become sober, AA sober. So he asked that me- That can work with you, bro. <laughs> not at all. So I was so nervous about this date And I couldn't see him until like I got back from out of town. So like the date was set for like two weeks out. So I was like starving myself, shopping for the like the perfect dress. And he was like, get this lady away from me. Yeah, he came to pick me up and I was already pouring myself those Chardonnays. By the time we like went in the car, I was already blacked out. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I don't think this is going to work. I don't think this is going to work out. I'm calling my sponsor. And I was like, I get it. Yeah. But I didn't know that that's what I did wrong. The last thing I'm going to say is like, we all have that friend that texts over texts like over over communicates you get back from a date hey thanks how are you good morning how you doing baby like i hate it when a guy calls me baby and we haven't like gotten there yet like oh how'd you sleep oh did you wake up do you wait did you eat would you would you do it like eh, no please leave me alone 
Don't text me five to 10 times. That is going to push me away. I don't care. I want you to give me space. We just went out a couple of times and you're... Yeah, but that's just you, dude. You that's trying to you. attach yourself to me is a red flag. But that's just you. You know what I mean? Some people might define... That's why I think it's very important that early for on? you as an individual. Some girls are dying for that. Some girls are nesters. Some guys are nesters. They, they, they just love being in relationships and love feeling that. Yeah, like, but it feeling should, the butterflies. It should it. come in due time. But again, that's how, that's a you thing. That's what you think. I'm saying that for the person that's asking that question, you need to find out what you're looking for, what you what you want out of the, your significant other or what you want out of life, and then work from there. Um, yeah, I think we got to a ton of questions. As per usual, you guys can always send questions in. Uh, we'll usually take an episode where we hit them. If not, we'll get them into, you know. Oh, and you know what? There's a guy named Matt Braverman. Shout out, Matt. I wanted to answer your question real quick. The TV show that I am into the most is Jeff Lewis's new show, Hollywood Houselift. It is available on Freebie, which is part of Amazon and Watch it. He's great. I love that show. What about you, Tom? Right now I'm watching, uh, I'm getting caught up on Better Call Saul, but I'm not I'm not happy with it. It's a new you. one? No, it's the the prequel to Breaking Bad. Oh, I already saw it. No, you didn't. You saw Breaking Bad. You never saw the show. That This is a show. That, that old show, Better Call Saul? Yes, it's a new show that came on after Better Breaking Bad. It's a, it's a prequel to Better Break Call Saul is old. No, it's not. It's been out for a couple of years, but the new Many season years. just came out. Oh, a new season yes. of Better Call Saul. Yes. Okay, guys, our fan of the week this week is Colin and Chase. Thank you guys so much for shouting us out and mentioning us on your Instagram. We obviously love and appreciate so much when you guys Yeah, DM uh, Till the Dirt with your address, and uh, we'll make sure we guys we get you guys out of the shirt. Thanks so much for listening. We got, we really, really appreciate you. Thank you for reaching, sending in the questions. We couldn't do the show without you folks. You know, you guys are the best. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.